Hey, I'm Dina Blizzard, and you're watching One Funny Morning. Welcome to One Funny Morning Show. From Monday to Friday. And sometimes on Saturday. Why would you say that for all these people? You never know what's going to happen. Carmen. Cortez. Good morning, everybody. What's outside your weather door? Good morning. Happy, happy. Happy, everybody. Good morning. We're the Wagners on location in Ocean City, New Jersey. Welcome to One Funny Morning with your great host, Dina Blizzard. Cheers. I didn't even recognize Jim without his hat on. What? It's like naked Jim. Oh, Jim's here too. Jim, you were basically didn't have pants on. Like I haven't ever seen you without your hat on. And I feel a little closer to you. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure all the ladies feel the same way. Good morning. What a great way to spend a Monday morning with a nice shout out from the shore. Sharon's like, basically, it was naked. That's what she's saying. Mm -hmm. So thanks to the Wagners for what a way. Yeah, <laughs> Just turned you on. And the first word I hear is naked Jim. I didn't do it. That was Jim and Sharon's choice. Mm -hmm. We do have beautiful Jesus light. I'm actually trying to block a lot of it. Today is Mama's 88th birthday. Athena, let's hear it for Mom's 88th birthday. Celebrating today. Good for her. Hope you all get. Jim's like, I'll never do it again. Really, Jim? That's what she said. What? So happy birthday to uh, mom out in California, 88 today. What a beautiful day. Uh, it is a beautiful October morning. Good morning, Susie and Meredith and Pat and Leah. Um, well, here comes the marching of the dogs. They were all in Brooke's bedroom and they've just gotten out. Come on up. Who's coming up? Who's going to say hi today? Who's going to be the co-host? Bum dia. Sending good morning. Bomb dia. Mm -hmm. I missed the intro, Lorene. It's a good one. Jim's essentially naked. Wasn't my choice. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen you live. Welcome. Welcome. It is a beautiful Monday. Um... I feel like, now it's on YouTube. Kathy should be able to find it. Um, I feel like Oct October in general might be one of the best months. Is it? If you had to pick your favorite month and you have to take it all into account, holidays, like average, nice weather, what's your favorite month? I'm going to put October in like, Probably my top two. Melinda says July. What? Uh, listen to Lake Michigan. What a great way. Mm -hmm. July. Two people said July. Athena says November. October. I don't know. Yeah, it's my son's birthday, my anniversary. It's the fall. You can go leaf peeping 
or pimping, whatever you like to do. Third person said July. I didn't know July had so many uh, fans. Mm-hmm. So end of March and it's your birthday, said Kezia. October. Mm-hmm. Any month that's nice with no stressful celebration. Yeah, I mean, it's got Halloween, but that one. Unless you have little kids, you have to figure out costumes. Or other than that, you're just like, let me be a slutty waitress this year. That's it. This is without children. That's the extent. Let me buy some candy. Mm-hmm. My son's birthday's on Halloween. June and October. Hmm. And he says, I like them all. When's all Joey Joe in Albuquerque? Oh, that's so nice. It's on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. July is my anniversary, but I love October. November and May. Pat, I'm going to be honest. I've had 50 May so far. Don't remember any of them. There's so much happening in May. I wish, I think it's because everybody plans stuff in May. And I just feel like it's April and then it's June. And I miss all of May. Yeah. My least favorite is February. Interesting. Do I have a least favorite? I don't know. Maybe January. I know. Yeah. Anything but January. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Everybody's trying to be a better person. And by like, I don't know, day six, we're not. And it's cold. And there's not going to be presents for like a long time from anybody. Lily's got her leash out. Also known as the toy. Mm Mm-hmm. Jim, because there's 700 days and long cold days and it never ends. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't like months that have cold weather, so we go to Florida. Well, there's that. Hey, day six is my birthday. Sorry, Kelly. It's a great day for you. Sad day for most people. I feel like that's when everybody's New Year's resolutions go. Mm-hmm. Cold and gray in Ohio. Once to February, spring is in sight. Yeah. March is nice, and it's my daughter and husband's birthday. I don't like where we always go away for a minute. goes faster. Mm-hmm. Come here. Come on, Lulu's making her way to work. Okay, come on, Fatso. What's going on? You can't get your leg up? What you doing? Girl, you got to work out or something. She's like, why you say this in the morning? Why you say it? How you doing? How you doing? How was your sleep last night? Uh, Brooke isn't feeling great, so Brooke has been sleeping over. And when Brooke sleeps over, Lulu and Booby essentially just get sleep a bit. And it's their favorite thing in the whole world. Uh, last night, we had a great uh, first cooking with dye on the main page. It was very exciting. Uh, we're on the main page now. We should, for the most part, be here every Sunday cooking something. Um, so we want to thank our supporters, as always, for helping us uh, to bring this show uh, to the main page in the fall. And uh, we have some fun recipes coming up. Um, last night, uh, because it's always the first thing that we do during the holidays, Diana made these. Look at her eyes. Look at her eyes. Witch's fingers. So they're super creepy, but they're super yummy. It's essentially a butter cookie with almond and jam. 
And it's so yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very good. Had a good time. We'll be making our pizzelles. We'll be making pecan balls. Mana got. I don't know. Luscious layer bars are next week. Oh, you think you're getting a cookie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is what she doing with her hand right now? She's that girl. Girl. Give me a cookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you looking at? Okay. Anyway. So I did find a couple of articles over the weekend. Um... Before I tell you the article, can I tell you, there is a squirrel in our neighborhood who basically has it in for Lilo. And the squirrel hangs out right outside this window and haunts her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Colby, stop moving under the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you read them? No, Carrie, I read the titles and I go, that looks like it would be fun. Stop down in January. I was born. I get lots of gifts and I'm absolutely, absolutely amazingly awesome. Oh, Constance is feeling herself this morning. Go, Constance. She's like, I'm amazing. It's amazing. Everything's amazing. Okay. All right. I found this article. Why are you looking at me? What's going on? She said, I heard you were serving cookies. And I didn't get a cookie. Mm-hmm. I hate squirrels. They've eaten my beautiful wooden rocking chair. How does a squirrel eat a rocking chair? Look at Lulu's or what? What? Oh, hold on. All right. I found one that was like weird and one I was like, should we read this? So let me see what it was. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, we should read this. This one was just weird. First mammogram this week. All right, Shelly. Good for you. Um, okay. Colby, he's literally moving chairs. Yeah, squirrels can eat rocking chairs. You've upset a lot of fun people. Okay, here we go. Now, I'm not saying... <laughs> that you'll be able to relate to this story. Am I saying it might be a coping mechanism? Maybe. If all the lighting is changing, it's because Colby is literally... Okay, here we go. Guess he's like, yes, I will post pictures of the squirrel that's eaten the chair later on. Nobody believes you, Kezia, but we think you do drink a lot. All right, here we go. Here's the title. Now, I didn't read it, for those of you that might want some takeaway or a coping mechanism, this is for you. Here we go. Female frogs. You're like, girl, what in the world are you reading this article to us for? Let me finish. Female frogs appear to fake death to avoid unwanted advances, study shows. What? What? 
Female frogs. Heather's like, I read this. Girl, I read it. Lurie's like, solid. Appear to fake death to avoid unwanted advances. I was like, girl, I can relate. Let's read. Findings shed light on European common frogs sometimes deadly scramble for a mate. When it comes to avoiding unwanted male attention, researchers have found some frogs take drastic action. They appear to feign death. Missy's like, I can relate to this article. Um, <laughs> researchers say the findings shed new light on the European common frogs, suggesting females do not simply put up with the male scramble for mates, a situation several males can end up clinging to a female, sometimes fetally. It was previously thought that females were unable to choose or defend themselves against male coercion. But research suggests this may not be the case. Women in these dense breeding aggregations are not passive as previously thought. Oh, wait, you thought a girl was passive ha! in any animal kingdom. We ain't passive. Yeah, I don't think this is specific to frogs. Researchers may suggest this is not the case. Uh, but it was how they placed each male frog in a box with two females, one large, one small. The mating behavior was then recorded. The results obtained from 54 females who experienced the clutches of a male revealed that 83% of females griped by a male tried rotate, gripped by a male tried rotating their body. That makes sense. Release calls such as grunts or squeaks were emitted 48% of class females, all of whom rotated their body. This is a lot. Sifting their arms, blah, blah, blah. These, all three taxes together more frequently. Smaller females did this more than the larger ones. While unusual, I should have read this one. Tonic and milk they found out this was more common and smaller and therefore younger females, which could be a result of greater stress arising with less experience of production. There's a lot of let's get to the part where we pretend to be dying. Okay. This is really what I was yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is me fast reading. Reserve the food. I don't want to read a lot of this to you okay either way they die they pretend to die okay that's the point mm -hmm. it's always been my theory that that's what sleeping beauty was doing <laughs> she was like no i was awake i just hated him i just hated him mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah in summary curly top this is an effective Form of uh, marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. I'd prefer to fake death than to mate with your ass. Uh, this I didn't say that. Carrie said it. I was just reading it. So I'm just. I just needed to put it out there. I just thought, huh? Maybe this could be helpful. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just. You know what? I'm dead. You know, it, listen, if you've tried the whole, I'm not feeling good, I have my period, I got cramps, I feel a little icky, bloated, you tried all that and it doesn't work, 
just roll over and just look at your person and just say, I think I'm about to die. And then do it. Mm hmm. Jason's like, it works both ways. Oh, we know Jason. It's just that it never happens. But if it did, you could feign death. I'm going to be honest. I think a lot of us would just be so happy if some of you pretended to die. <laughs> That's not nice. I didn't mean that. A, a little bit, but not all, like all of it. This isn't even really good. Mm-hmm. I knew it was wrong to say that. It was the article. That wasn't me. Let's get to another There's one. There's a lot of stuff. You know, that's Nate Bogazzi. I love him. Okay. Here's another one, which I also didn't read, but I thought we could read together because it's part of the am I and able. Mm-hmm. I'll get her a treat in a minute. Mm-hmm. I meant it, but I didn't mean to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is part of um, the am I an a-hole uh, subreddit. All right. Sit back. It's going to take a minute to unpack. This story is about a woman that wrote on the on the uh, subreddit about her mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I agree, Carrie. I did finish Beckham last week. Loved it. Loved it in a way that I think it was some amazing insight. Like I know who David Beckham is, but I wasn't following him when he was like David Beckham. Um so um it was it was good and it was interesting to even I don't even know what if Posh has a real name. I guess she does, but she never really like said a lot. She, I didn't find her to be like in your face. But it was interesting like being married to him and everything that went with that. And it seems like their children are Victoria. And it seems like their children seem pretty normal and down to earth, which is a beautiful thing. Um, I just really liked it. I, I At the end of it, I liked him. I liked her. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting and really like such a mental. I don't know how he survived. Such a mental load that he needed to carry that an entire country hated him or an entire country loved him. And there was no middle. It was very interesting. Yeah. Um, it was really good. There was something else I was going to tell you. Um, you know, not without their share of rough patches, but um, yeah, it was, it was kind of a nice, 
kind of a nice thing. All right, so let's read this. But there's something else I was going to tell you, and I can't remember what it was. All right, here we go. Most everyone knows that a mother-in-law can be a pretty tough character. I'm sure I'm going to be great. <laughs> I know it's not going to be good. They're the person who raised your partner, after all, and the issues can run deep and wide. Pretty much everybody has a wild mother-in-law story. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But when are mother-in-laws being quirky and when are they really crossing, crossing the line? One woman could not contain her anger and sadness when she discovered, are you ready? Here it is, that her mother-in-law got a large tattoo of her baby daughter's name. So this is like, I had a baby and my partner's mother got a tattoo of my baby's name on her arm. So she goes to the Reddit. She says, the new mom shared that she and her husband are in their early 30s and just had their first baby in June. And when the mother-in-law visited, she had a special surprise. My mother-in-law is very attention-seeking and over-the-top, to say the least. Everything was fine until we were almost finished opening gifts. She told me and my husband that she had one last gift for our daughter and handed us an envelope. My husband... Proceeded to open the card and read it out loud. To sum it up, it said that she loved our daughter so much that she decided to do to get something for her and herself. What does that mean? We both we both look up and there she was pulling down her collar to show a huge tattoo on her chest of a heart shaped pearl necklace, my daughter's birthstone, a couple of roses, her birth flower, and our daughter's name. The new mom did not take the news well. I was stunned. I could feel the tears welling up inside me. I turned to my husband and basically excused myself with the daughter to feed her. I bawled my eyes out. What? Girl, stop it. She also explained that she had her own tattoo plans and she thought they were now off limits. I wanted to get a tattoo of my daughter and other children. We plan on having more, but I can't now because I'm breastfeeding. I was upset because not only did my mother away, mother-in-law take her name, but she also took her... I pulled myself together and came out of the room and found my mother-in-law sobbing. She made a huge scene saying, okay, please don't kick me out. Please stay, please. She told me that she was sorry. She didn't think it was a big deal. She thought I was doing something nice and even said that she discussed her plans with her father-in-law and the friends and everybody gave her the green light. I told her that my daughter was six months old. and had no idea what a tattoo is and that she did this for attention, just like everything else. Okay, pregnant girl, pregnant girl. Come on, pregnant. Yeah, come on, pregnant. She didn't steal your baby. Come on. I can't. How did it all end? Not well. I told her that she was overstepping us as parents. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is baby hormones. Why are you going to write this, girl? Um, but just because I'm here, I just want to be close. How does that do that? I told her she was not my mom, nor would she ever be. Okay, drama. Okay, there's now trying to move on from, but the new mom does not want to let go. She wants to die on the tattoo hill. Down in the comments, everyone gather around for the one time you do side by side with the big old tattoo. You are the a-hole. Yeah, okay. I thought this was going to be a little bit more. I know postpartum can be hard. Girl, shut your mouth. Yeah, too much folic acid. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to hold this against you, girl. Girl, you just had a baby. Sit down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is, listen, I'm not going to say I didn't freak out on people when I had a human come through a very small hole in my body. 
I think all of us would be like, girl, girl, take a deep breath. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mother-in-law's fine. Yeah. Listen, here's what the issue is. You don't like your mother-in-law. It doesn't have anything to do with the tattoo. Somebody should tell them. Somebody should tell them. And this story isn't going to end well, just in general. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever hear like people, um, people when they talk about their in-laws, I'm like, listen, you better figure this out because this can be what we'll call a sore spot. Well, what are we doing? What what are we trying to accomplish? Okay. Mm-hmm. To honor her, her granddaughter. I know. I know. But us, you know, pregnant women don't always see it that way. Did I just show you my bra? Just write down my shirt. I feel like I might have. My lighting is not great today. And I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's find them and three-way them live. So on the show today, we have the pregnant lady and her mom. No, we don't. No, we don't. Mm-mm. We're not going to do that. You did see my bra? I was just thinking that. Well, whatever. No. I, I Guess what? Surprise. I have boobs and I wear a bra. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So. Anyway, well, I thought that that was gonna mm-hmm. Michelle book them. <laughs> Sexy producer Michelle. I know nobody would ever go on a show and like defend that, right? Because then you gotta. How are you gonna tell? How are you gonna sit here and tell a pregnant lady? I'd be like, listen. Uh, maybe wipe the camera. I can try, but you know, that's a little better. Um, yeah, at least you have one on. Mm-hmm. I think Dr. Phil's been doing that show, but guys, Dr. Phil keeps showing up in my Facebook feed or my Instagram. I can't tell. And I have to tell you, I don't think I've ever said to myself, I got to turn on Dr. Phil. Never. But if a clip goes through my Instagram or my Facebook feed, I will watch it. Uh, and, 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 and there'll be part one, part two, part three, part four. And I'll, I'll watch all of them. Nicholas, how are you? I just saw a post, um, by Natalie, this new thing she wanted to install in Chardonnay for, uh, for when guests come is beautiful. I need to come back. Mm Mm-hmm. No. And I don't know what happened to Dr. Phil. Remember when Dr. Phil had respect? Does anybody remember that? He started out on Oprah's show. And and he you were like, oh, okay, we should listen to him. And he was um, I don't know, reasonable. Um, yeah. And you were like, this is a man. Um, yeah, that we should be listening to. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what's happened. I don't know what's happened. I think it's when he started interviewing crazy people. Remember the girl? What was it? What was the girl's catch me outside? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
And I don't know. I don't know what it is. Something happened. Mm-mm. No, it's bad. It's bad. But I do watch the clips. And every time, almost every clip, somebody walks off. Somebody walks off that I don't need this. And they walk off. Well, they all walk off because I watch them all. They all walk off towards the back of the stage. And as soon as they walk off that way, everybody on all the other guests are like, oh, we should go get her. He's like, there's no there's no way out. They're stuck back there. They're they're stuck there. They're going to have to come back. Yeah. Last year was his last season. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I feel a little bit that way about Dr. Oz, too. Like, started out like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. I don't know. But I guess if you spend too much time on television, shady. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Hold on. Okay. I know what I was going to say. All right. I don't want to get too deep into this. But it's got to be addressed. I feel like. How do I say this? I don't know. Maybe just before the pandemic, all of a sudden, Red Table Talk comes out. You know where I'm going. If you're like, what the heck is Red Table Talk? You better pay attention. You missed a lot. Red Table Talk started. Now, I'm not famous, so I could sit around a red table. Nobody cares. It was three generations Jada, Pinkett Smith, the daughters, the daughter, the grandma. The grandma was beautiful, by the way. Mm-hmm. Everybody was on board. They were like, this is groundbreaking. Everybody's, you know, three generations. Everybody's being like, um, you know, real honest. They had some great guests. I was in. I was in. I was like, let's do it. And it was all family Mm-hmm. And then and then there was a conscious uncoupling. No, that was the other one. What was this one? There was a name. It was it's too much. It's too much. It's too and then I couldn't, I was like, I can't watch it anymore. Because your table talk wasn't any longer about learning about people. At the table, it was it was the entanglement. First, there was conscious uncoupling. That was Gwyneth Paltrow. And then there was an entanglement. And I didn't understand any of that. I didn't want to understand any of that. I was like, listen, something's got to be sacred. Something's got to be sacred. And who was sleeping? And then the slap. And then the thing. And then I, what? Now he puts out a book. Now she puts out a book. I know too much. I know too much. I want to know less. I want to know less. Now, now she's saying in the book that they've been separated for seven years. They don't even live in the same house for seven years. That's way before the pandemic. Mm -mm. 
way before the pandemic. Yes. Then it was like crazy. The memes this weekend. Now, I don't usually, listen, I don't like talking about, I'll say like, oh, it's sad they broke up. Oh, you know who's sad broke up? Wolverine. I'm sad about that. I'm sad. I think it's sad when people break up. I don't, nobody ever goes into anything looking for that. It's sad. I notice it. I don't need to talk about it. I don't need to know. Guess what? Guess what Wolverine's not doing? He's not writing a book. Getting a table. I can only talk about what you talk about. It's because I don't talk about it. I can't. It's too much. So this past weekend, and it's all coming in, right? It's just all the pictures, all the stories about jaded up. Then somebody says, somebody posts a meme. (laughs) Somebody posts a meme. And it was a picture of Jada and Will Smith just standing next to each other. And 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 it was a it was a title at the top. And it says, Jada Pinkett Smith says she's never even met Will Smith. It was so funny. It was so funny. It was like the epitome of like, (laughs) we're not really married. Uh, We don't even really spend time together. Uh, And then she came out and then she said that Chris Rock had asked her out before, but he didn't know. I was like, why are you bringing, why are you to stop it? Leave this man alone. Leave it alone. Nikki Wolverine and his wife of forever um, are not together. They separated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too much. But when they when they posted this picture and it was like Jada said she's never even met Will Smith. It was just like that's how that's how ridiculous it is now. Cause she like, I don't even I've never even met this man. Yeah, yeah, we had baby, but I never met him. No. It's too much. Yeah, they didn't yeah, no. And then Suzanne Summers passed yesterday. It's been a lot. It's been a lot in the news cycle. Um See, two bucks friend, she had not spoken to Jada in years, and she made it sound like they were besties. Yeah. Mm-mm. Too much. Yeah. So, um, I think it's hard for celebrities, and however, then there's Tom Hanks and his wife. What's her name? She's very cool. And they still, yeah, listen, I think um, I could care less about Willinger, but when you get a chance, she was interviewed live this morning by Hoda on the Today Show, if you can watch the replay. Mm. Was it, how did you feel about it, Marsha? Did it, Rita Wilson, yeah, I liked her. Um, What did you think about the interview with her? I don't know. I feel like now, then Will Smith came out 
And he said, in some reaction to the things that she was saying in the book, he said, I don't, it was a very interestingly, interesting, it was, it was good. And he said, um, I don't think that I ever appreciated like forget the words, but it was like how cunningly smart, but whatever it was, I mean, I guess you could read it as a compliment or you could read it as like sly like a fox. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Calculated. Maybe that was it. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever hear, like, you're too smart for your own good? You 10 steps everybody, and we saw the last eight. You're not hiding. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I saw the whole family together watch her opening the box of books. It's all shady. It's too much. It's too much. You know, and it's just so funny. I I can't I can't imagine like living in a place where and and then Mandy said, I'm obsessed with Taylor and Travis. I don't even I'm not reading that either. I feel like if you feel like they have any chance to actually make it work, you gotta leave those people alone. Mm-hmm. The older Tom Hanks gets, the more creeped out I feel for some reason. Hmm. Hmm. Hugh Jackman seemed like he was lying. Always so much in love with Deborah. I was going to say, I feel like that's the part. Oh, they were all feigned in all of her. I got it. Um, it's that he always spoke so highly of his wife, Deborah. So it did seem to come out of nowhere, but that's what they say. Whenever you're around people, do you ever notice that? Do you ever notice like people that'll go on the Facebook and be like, I'm so in love with you. We've had so many amazing years. You're the love of my life. And then the next thing you know, they're like, we're divorced. You're like, what? And then there's people Never say a word. I'm going to be honest. I have never heard of or seen Dolly Parton's husband. You can't find a picture of that man anywhere. And they've been married forever. Find somebody that is not interested whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I do that with Super Surge all the time. Nick doesn't apply to you, Athena. You guys are are the ones. You you guys are hashtag goals. Couples goals. Different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my husband always says when a guy says stuff like he's covering something up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nor Carrie Washington's husband or children. Yeah, I didn't know she was married. She married? Mm-mm. I have a friend like that got married in June. They are now getting divorced. Wait, they got married this June? Charlene, the ones who live outside of Hollywood and keep their private lives private seem to make it. That's what I think, Judy. Mm-hmm. They were so sweet, Kim. 
I don't know. You never know. You don't know. That's the thing is you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So keep your mouth shut unless the person writes a book about it and decides to tell everybody. Then you're like, well, that wasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Too much. Too much. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Somebody, wait. Jeannie said, my theory is the more times you say my love, the more trouble your marriage is in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a total trash TV person. Exactly. Um, so anyway, um, I did hear that Kathy, Suzanne Summers passed. It's very sad. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it was crazy. I was saying last night on uh, Cooking with Die. You know, John Ritter died so young. Uh, and now Suzanne Summers. So Joyce DeWitt. And whoever played Larry. Remember? Gosh, what does he look like now? I'm going to take for granted the Ropers have passed. Because there's no way they could be alive, right? Any of the six Ropers. Remember there were so many Ropers. They would just change them. Be like, what? Wasn't it the Ropers that changed? Norman Lear, am I making that up? Yeah. Um, I got married at the 34th and she called her husband dear, seemed all of it, but with a loving sweetness. Richard Klein played Larry. The Ropers have passed. Larry looks good, looks good for his age. Oh, remember he was like the playboy. Oh, he's a keeper, Doris. Mm-hmm. Norman Feld. Norman Lear was the guy who created All in the Family. Well, I knew it was Norman. The Ropers got a spinoff. Then it was Mr. Hurley. And the Regal Beagle. Oh, remember the Regal Beagle? Oh, my kids don't know any of these words. Uh-huh. Such, such a good show. And the innuendo... The innuendo on the show or like the cross, just it was written so well. So there was always like double entendres. Am I even using the right words? But they were just, um, there was always something like, you what? It was just like, yeah. Oh, Mr. Furley. Mr. Furley. Don Knotts was Mr. Furley. He was so good. It was a good show. And 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 Mrs. Roper always had those big moo-moos on. And she was always throwing herself at somebody. Somebody said the Ropers were in their 40s. Gosh, isn't that funny? They just, I feel like they were, they looked like they were in their 60s because I was so young. You know, everybody in their 40s looks 60, you know? Um, all I meant are all made up. <laughs> Sharon and I only met two years ago at a Dina show and our 11 children, 11 grandchildren were made up. Mm-hmm. Audra Lindley. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Mr. Furley was before the Rippers? No. No. That can't be. Mm -mm. No, it had to be the Ropers, then Mr. Furley. There were a few different Darrens. That's it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. The different Darrens. Mm-hmm. The Golden Girls were also in their 40s. That can't be. I feel like somebody said that, and I just... They couldn't have been. How old were the actresses on the author, Betty White, blah, 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 blah. Thirty-eight years. Dorothy is stated to be fifty-five, but how old was she? In real life. Stanley, remember? Oh, we're, we're in a rabbit hole. You guys know that. I can't. I can't. Mm-mm. Um, and talk... <laughs> Can we take a hard left and talk colonoscopy prep? I don't know how long you would like us to do that for, Julie, because it's really a very short conversation. You're going to poop your pants. That's it. That's the end of the story. Um, uh, the Ropers were first because they had to, to say Jack was gay, so he'd let them live there. Imagine that. That's really funny. Um Yeah, no, just don't plan anything the day of your prep. For how long? Yeah, Julie, I haven't done it recently, but I feel like like five people I know just did it. And it was not enjoyable. But I think it starts at like six at night and you got to start drinking the stuff. And then for some reason you have to wake up. Um, Betty White was 63 when she started on the Golden Road. That sounds right. I don't think they were in their 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to get up at like two in the morning and drink something. It's real weird. Then you go back to bed and then you have a clean slate, Julie, and you can leave your colonoscopy with a clean slate and only fill your body with the healthiest of foods and live a happy life and live forever. Or you can go eat a cheesesteak and that's what most people do. Mm-hmm. Don't eat heavy foods the day before the prep. It's not too difficult. I have to get one every year. Melissa said you don't really sleep. Mm-hmm. Drinking half and again at six. The appointment was 7 a.m. As I just start over, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You just need to, yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's so funny is that I was, when I had my mammogram the other day, I was talking to the lady. I said, you know, at some point, this is going to be such an antiquated process where like, it would be like my grandchildren or great grandchildren. I'll be like, you don't even know what they used to do to our boobs. But what do you mean? They used to put them in a vice 
and smush them up until they were pancakes. I'd be like, that's how they checked your boob. That's how they checked it. I'd be like, that sounds horrible. Well, you know, it'll be very antiquated. Same thing with the colonoscopy. Like, you are never going to guess what they made us do to do a colonoscopy. Like, what? Wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at some point, they'll just be like, ma'am, if you could just walk through this scanner, like at the airport, for everything. You're just going to walk through the scanner. It's going to scan everything. I'm like, we have it. And they won't even make you take your belt off. Like, that's at some point, that's what it's going to be. They're like, uh, you look good now. In seven years, you're going to maybe have a little lump on your right side. We'll see you then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she said, it's not that bad. Exactly. Yeah. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Sounds so bad. I had one for a present. It wasn't as bad as she made it out to be. Yeah. It's not. Mammograms aren't horrible. I mean, I imagine the first time you get one, it's a little like, what? After that, you're like, you do what you got to do. I don't care. I just talk the whole time. And never about anything that makes it better. <laughs> It's never like, it's never like, let's talk about this sale that I just saw. It's never, it's usually me just going, is it weird that you touch boobs all day? Like I want to take an uncomfortable conversation and just amp it up. And I'm just like, you know, usually when I get a mammogram, I take my pants off and that's upsetting for a lot of people. Um, yeah, the first one I was like, where do I put it? Listen, I say that every time. I go, I know my boob goes up here, but where does this arm go? It's like it's like the hokey pokey. It's a boob hokey pokey. Put your right arm here. You put your left arm here. You put your boob in here and you flatten it out. It's just, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Just do what you need to do. That's what I mean. Yeah. No, Bob, I did think about, cause they give you the paper napkin to cover yourself. Uh, and it's, it is long. And I thought I could take my boob off my boob. my pants. I wish I could take my boob off. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Can you took her pants off for the memory? Yeah. The end. That sounds about right. I'm sure they get a big kick out of it. I just remember when it happened and I wasn't even thinking, I think it was like when the pandemic had started to open up and I hadn't been out in a bit, maybe that was it or maybe it was before. And I just took my pants off. I don't know. Mm -mm. Did you see the new Chiquita banana stickers? She's in the position for a breast exam to promote doing an exam. What? words are you saying the chiquita banana ladies in a position to get a breast chiquita banana breast this miss chiquita will appear in this year's pink sticker digital conjured post one of she's performing a self-exam What is happening? 
<gasps> she is. She got her hand right on her boob. What? I'm going to show this to you. This is the craziest thing. Okay. I'm partnership with the American Cancer Society. Inspire women to make big differences in living a healthy lifestyle and regular screenings for mammograms. She will appear in this year's appearance about changing her post to one year before performing a self-exam. This is her. Look at her. See her arms up here. And she doing a self-exam. Who thinks of this stuff? What? It said the death rate has declined 42% from 1989 to 2019. That is so crazy. What? Yeah, all the kids asking for banana snacks are going to have a lot of questions. I don't even think you would have noticed it. That's so crazy. Wow. You know, every time I get a banana, I got to... Wow. A banana should be for a guy. Grapefruits for women. Exactly. does seem a little odd. Yeah. Well, there's no... I don't know how, listen, if I saw that sticker, I would not have thought that she's doing a breast exam until you said it in her arms up here and then her hands here. I don't need to see any sticker of a Chiquita man with his hands. Come on now. Do you know how they check for prostate cancer? That is not a sticker. That should not be a sticker. Do not make it a sticker. You will not sell more bananas. Just know it, Chiquita people. And you know they had a conversation. They're like, maybe because it's a banana, we should change it to. And there was like, nope, 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 nope. They're like, no, he could just, nope, nope, stop it. This is inappropriate. No, he can just be bent over. We don't care about prostate. That is not what we do, but we're a banana company. We're not, he's not going to be bent over in the sticker. Why not? It would help men. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's not. There should be more talk of testicular cancer. Not on a banana and not on a sticker. Nope. It's not. Stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carol, it's not okay. It is not okay. What are you eating? Okay. All right. All the women will be doing self-breast exam. Everybody, please snap a picture of yourself in the produce section. Don't do that. Don't do what I just said. Do not send them to me. I was just about to ask, and I don't want it. I do not want it. Mm-hmm. Do not. <laughs> All right. How's Di? She's fine. She probably out. She loves bananas. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Julie, that's good to know. And guess what? Bananas did not help you. 
And maybe that's wrong. I don't know. This is what we'll all think about today. So I leave you with that. Send pictures of bananas, y'all. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Joey's like, I'm going to the store this morning. Don't do it, Joey. Do not send me a picture of you at the store. The banana section. All right, listen. Some of us have work to do. Not me, but I imagine some of you people do. Mm -hmm. She does get mammograms. Yeah, and it sounded like she was gonna she was gonna book her colonoscopy. So if that happens, we're gonna do a play by play of Diana going for her first colonoscopy at seventy six when it was supposed to be done at fifty. So, mm hmm. So, uh, so everybody stay on top of those mammograms. I think this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, I know I can't wait for the meme on this one. Um, but uh, thanks for watching this morning. Like Judy says, do something nice for yourself or others today. Um, and uh, we have our Ugly Monday giveaway tonight for supporters. I want to say again, th so many thanks to our supporters for bringing Walla to the main page. Hopefully it's something you look forward to this holiday season. We should be live almost every Sunday through the holidays with some recipe. It makes you feel like you're getting in the holiday spirit. Uh, I know we did it at first during the pandemic uh, when it didn't really feel like the holidays, but um, this is this means that the holidays are around the corner and I hope you're able to cook with us. Uh, and if you'd like to become a supporter, you can hit the button somewhere up there uh, and come to the other side. It's a lot of fun. So uh, supporter giveaway tonight uh, at nine and otherwise I'll see you guys in the morning. So thanks for watching. Have a great day and a blessed day and I'll see you guys in the morning. I'll see you. Bye. Hey guys, if you enjoyed today's morning show, make sure to follow us for more One Funny Mother content. Okay, all right. Morse code is topping. And check out OneFunnyMotherStore.com for great, new, inappropriate swag. And for more exclusive content, consider becoming a supporter. She got a bad leg. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow on One Funny Morning. Boop, 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 boop.